This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. But I wanted to say, after Kirby, I thought that Diego Castillo and I thought Trevor Gott had some solid innings. Also, Brash, uh, you know, came out there and, uh, you know, it seemed like he was going to get himself out of this inning. You know, that was, like you said, a ball that needs to be caught. My question to you is, I know with Munoz out, you know, Matt Brash and what he's been doing and, and how he's been looking, and he has pitched in big situations in the playoffs, uh, going down the stretch last year, um, WBC. Do you like him there at the nine, or do you say, hey, keep him doing what he's doing, maybe put somebody like Diego Castillo in there to close, even though maybe that's not your – obviously your top choice of guy to be out there, but that's somebody that's – been a closer and been successful in the major leagues as a closer. What's your stance on that? Well, it's hard to say at the moment, I guess I would say that, you know, getting the 25, 26 and 27th out is a tough part of the game. Uh, Brash really hasn't been in that role ever in his short career. And it's a whole different ball game, especially in a one run or it was a two run game, which makes it even worse, but in one run games, uh, as you mentioned, Diego Castillo, he fin- he had a nice outing after, you know, having a not looking so great early on in the homestand. Uh, but and the, the unfortunate thing was, is you you wasted a lot of guys because of poor pitching performances in the first two um, games of the series. And you were short, you know, Paul Seawald would be a guy that you would think maybe would be in that situation. Uh, he was in that situation in the first two games. He's used to it. Um, and as far as brash, he's, he can get erratic at times. So I, 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 I'm okay with him and you got to try him out to see if he can succeed and put him in the fire. But, um, I would probably go with Seawald. Yeah, I would just, me too. I mean, we, he wasn't available, but also I do feel like, you know, maybe three games 
isn't too much. It didn't seem like he threw a lot of pitches in the first game. Maybe I have to go look and see what he did in, in game two uh, out there. But, you know, hitting him three times in a row. I mean, remember, maybe... too, last year. Go ahead. I was going to say, remember last year, the Mariners didn't throw guys back-to-back games at all for a long time. They were really cautious of that uh, for innings for all their guys. And they, they've, at a necessity, have had to do that this year. And so, I mean, I think they're just trying to manage them. I mean, yeah. it hasn't been so. Yeah, I guess three games is too crazy. I just want that win. I think, yeah. Oh, going, of course. We're going down the stretch. You're in the playoffs. You don't have a bunch of games ahead of you. Maybe, maybe you do see that. I mean, there was a – I'd have to go back to – maybe it was the year before. It was 2021 where Seawald was used quite a bit. But uh, last year they had the luxury not to do that. And also, everybody was healthy last year for the most part. Um, uh, very, very, yeah, very true. Yeah, you do see with the Munoz not being there, uh, and uh, and also let's let's not forget we don't have Chris Flexen out there right now. You know that that could add to this. That could have been uh, for game. Let's just say game. What was that one? Game one yeah. where Logan only could get through four innings. That would maybe be a situation where you see uh, Flexing come in and, you know, burn three innings. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you mentioned, very fortunate last year. Hardly any injuries, especially the pitching staff. And with Robbie Ray going down, that sure affected the bullpen. Uh, you know, and I mean, Swan. Watson was a big loss, in my opinion, so far this year, getting him traded away. Uh, like you mentioned, Gott has kind of filled that role. Um, but it has, it's, there's just, it's, it's tough sledding so far for the Mariners and their pitching stuff. And they haven't been sharp yet either. A lot of walks. A lot of walks. There's been, there, there's been a lot of walks. There was a lot of intentional walks today for strategy once we got the extra innings. Uh, but, uh, Nonetheless, there there has there has been a lot of walks. 